what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they help people laugh. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media, they help people cry. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because we're all trying to help people laugh and cry with one another. See see how that's different? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. Because for the next three minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here it is. Besides lousy radio, what makes you cry? I mean, besides lousy radio, what makes you cry? We're just asking, what just oh, that makes me cry. I mean, it could be Brian's song. It could be the Moofer guys. They might be, oh. It could be somebody uh, really struggling. It could be a lot of different things. It could be a sad movie. It could be a terrible meal, and you had to pay a lot of money for it. Things make people cry. What makes you cry? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Too sad. Just give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Because when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D. Yeah, that's like getting an unexpected refund. I'll take it. Thank you. That's always really that lovely. It's so good. I don't even care if it's a dollar. It's like it doesn't matter. It's a refund. Pretty that's, much. <laughs> I mean, when we do it, we did my knee thing and we got all through all that stuff and it's like paying all that. It's like, boy, I hope there's a refund. We got a bill. It's like you owe another five hundred dollars. I can like, only imagine. Yeah, that's just terrible. Anyway, bottom line to that is you can also text us two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's two one four two one zero eight four eight three. Two one four. Two one zero eight four eight three. Just in case you want to, you can send us an email, David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. Additionally, as you know, we send you up to the website. Pretty important part to do. On the website, it's a place to give through the website, or if you want to give outside of the website, it gives you instructions on how to do that. Plus, as of last night, now for the study Bible on the website, there are clues on the website in case you're struggling with the whole study Bible sound game thing. 
Way to help them out, Dave. They're 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 right there for you. I mean, it's like, come on, come on, come on. And we're gonna do one a day this week. So we got another one coming up. So you better get ready. That's all I'm telling you. You better get ready. All right. Uh, also on the website, uh, place to give and the clues are on there. Plus, also if you want to put a prayer request in there, that's a great time to do it. It's important because. We need, you know, as I was praying this morning in my devotions, it's helpful for me to know that people are praying for me, and it should be helpful for you to know that people every day are praying for you. It's a powerful element. So if you need prayer, don't hesitate to reach out to us on the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> the Flash going around the world. Pretty much. Okay. The Flash. That's right. He's a character in the DC world of comics. Get over it. The Flash going around the world. You know, this, that little zing, right? Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's a good one right there. The Flash, write that down. The Flash, I'm telling you one more time. The Flash, you think of The Flash, The Flash going around the world. Okay, there you go. That's uh, that's what you got for your next clue. <laughs> so, somehow it'll... Make its way to the website, I'm sure. Uh, bottom line to all these different things, don't forget to be praying for the audience. We're going to wait for John to give us a buzz in. We'll get an update on NOLA, and then we'll go into prayer at that time. Additionally, uh, our little Easton needs uh, some prayer. He had a really, really tough night last night, so they're en route to the hospital. Not because they wanted to go to the hospital, but they don't have any more medicine at home, so they're kind of in a tough uh, situation. So we'll be praying about that in a little bit. In the meantime, I want to remind you to pray for Don, who owns the station, for Jennifer, who runs the station, and for D, Dynamite D, who runs the show. All three of these people are huge components to any ministry you have ever received from anything we've done on this show. So just please keep that in mind. It's a big deal to me, and it's important, and I think you guys know uh, where we need to be going with that. In the meantime, I've been waiting to do this one for just a little while. I had to delay it last week because we had a couple of different things come up, and I go with the flow. And so like to this afternoon, we're going to be going into the book of Galatians. Uh, we're not going to do Galatians every single week, but like every couple of weeks, you know, just kind of like, hey, whatever happens. Uh, and uh, all that's great. But right now, I've got to get to this text because I love this one thing. It would be really, really, really helpful for you and I to be aware of how simple this principle is. You've heard it before. You'll hear it again, but you need to be aware of it. This is in Matthew chapter 9. We haven't finished chapter 10 yet. I've got everything written out for chapter 10. We're not there yet, and it says this. This is after the woman uh, was made well. The woman was healed at that very moment, where that's back over on verse 22, I think it is. Is it 22? Yeah, I think it's 22. It says, Jesus turned around and said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well, and the woman was healed at that moment. Verse 23, when Jesus arrived at the official's home, remember the official, Jarius, coming there, saying, Hey, I need some help. My daughter, she's dead. So Jesus comes to help. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he noticed the noisy crowd and he heard the funeral music. So Jesus notices the crowd, 
right? He knows what's going on. Here's the funeral music. And he says, ready? Go away for the girl isn't dead. No, just, just slow down. Jesus said, go away because the girl is not dead. Now, some of you are going to say to me, Dave, come on, Dave. Jesus would never say go away because he was full of love. You are right in saying that Jesus was, is, and always will be full of love. But to say that Jesus would not say go away is just ignorance of who the real Jesus is. Jesus said, depart from me in several different languages, so to speak. And by digging deeper, we get to find out that go away is a softer version of the real Greek word used. Would you like to know what the real Greek word means? Get lost, hit the road, see you later, alligator, are much closer to the reality. The most accurate is get out. So it's not even it's not even go away. It's like get out of here. <laughs> what? He said, What? This is Jesus. Now, now look, he says that the, the child is asleep, not dead. Aha. See, from the scripture, the scripture says she died, right? You gotta follow. This is why it's important to understand the scripture. The scripture says she died, but it's not the kind of permanent death that she died. She died as in, it wasn't a, it was a death as in a no longer breathing, but it was a dirt death. It was a dirt nap. And to Jesus, people are not dead in that same way. In other words, Jesus sees their full existence. He's God. They're simply sleeping, which is why you have 50 references to their sleeping in the New Testament. That's how it goes when you hold the power of death in your hands. Uh, no, no, she's not dead. She's, uh, she's just sleeping. She's just chilling in the dirt, taking a dirt nap. You know, we're going to get to how they respond. So there's a couple things I want to say about this that are extremely important. Number one, don't, don't ever forget who holds the power of death. Who holds the power of death? Jesus! It's just like, so stop right there. And you think, well, will he allow some people to experience the dirt nap before he comes? Yes. Has he redeemed us for the permanent separation from God? Yes. Has he used every little nuance of the law and applied it already? No. Or a lot of people wouldn't die. I mean, it's just like, no, of course not. But here's the thing you've got to catch. Jesus holds the authority. When you pray in Jesus' name, you're not just praying because I got this nice guy. Nice guy. I'm, I'm praying with this nice guy's nice guy's name. And it's like, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Go, therefore. It's like <laughs> you're praying in the name of the guy that's like in charge. Yeah, I come to you in the name of he who created everything. You better listen or you will be zapazoid. It's like that kind of thing. And so what I find even more amazing is that people don't recognize how actually authoritative Jesus is. The authority of Jesus Christ has no limit. He can do as he pleases as the authority. But that's not even the cool part of the text. The cool part of the text is he walks into the house and the people are weeping, right? They're, they're, they're doing the fuse. They're making noisy crowd noises, funeral music. And by the way, back in the day, they used to have professional mourners. People would get paid. You know, have professional protesters. Same thing. 
They would the same obnoxious thing actually. They would be paid to go and and, and sit there and go. Oh, 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 she was so good. He was so good. It was a girl. Okay, she was so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like oh, they're professional. It's fantastic. And then Jesus says this: Get out. I just love it. Why? We've talked about it before. He clears the air. He clears the room. He changes the atmosphere. Let me explain to you. When you're going through tough things, you don't want the atmosphere to be lousy. You want it dripping with doubt and desperation and fakeness. You want the atmosphere to be one of faith. One of the things we tell, I know it's so crazy. And people would think, oh, that's kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like a ritual or something. Look, when you're having a really hard time, you should worship. Why? Because praise is a teleporter that gets you out of the situation. It says put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And when we praise, we connect to what's going on with what's in heaven, and we change the atmosphere around us. When you got things that are going and you feel like you're getting poked in the eye, I get it. I go through it all the time. You want to know what changes that? Worshiping the Lord. So we tell people from a practical point of view, pop on a worship tape, put in a worship seat, start singing to the Lord, start praying, start talking, start fellowship. Do whatever it takes to elevate, including clearing the room. So if you're sitting there, and I just want to say this because I, I, I have to say it. I'm in that mood. So if you're in your house and you're really feeling down, Probably you shouldn't have on your television a murder series while you're trying to. I, it's like that. I'm not opposed to detective shows or anything. It's just that when you're down and things are really tough, maybe you shouldn't fill the air with. He killed her with 19 barbed wire defenses. It's like, what are you doing? Change the air, including what you're taking in food wise in your brain. And make sure to get the right understanding. Jesus has the authority to change everything and anything. So it's a good idea to ask for his help. Great, greatest bumper sticker ever could be made is ask Jesus to help. <laughs> Sounds like what better than that. All right, folks, you've been listening. You're listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. It's going to take a short break and then come back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, ting a ding 
It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 You asked for Zany, my friend. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. So we, being not completely unlike you know, Christmas vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth. We we got a really big tree, slapped it up on the car. Of course, it scratched the car to no end. Remember, I'm Jewish, and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday. It's got nothing to do with my Christianity. I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time, and we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the, with the axe wasn't enough because I was right there again holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then, instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces. By this point, I have decided that Christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting Christmas presents have created, and Jewish people who believe in Jesus should not be celebrating Christmas, and I'm crashing the tree, and I've got the act up, and I'm crushing it, and I'm going to get this tree in, and you would not believe it, but after doing that for 15 minutes, I still could not get the tree in the house. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our first trivia question. Here you go. Which female judge described herself as a mother in Israel? Your scriptural help would be Judges chapter 5. Okay? All right. Just uh, leaving it out there. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We do have somebody calling in, so that's a good, uh, good thing, good thing, good thing. And we're going to give them a chance to get on board. I do want to remind people, because, you know, I talked to you about these things. Don't forget to be praying for our country, because uh, whatever you're thinking is or isn't going to happen doesn't happen apart from the Lord. And wouldn't that be awesome if we woke up tomorrow and the Holy Spirit swept across the entire country and everybody spent the entire morning repenting? Wouldn't that be the greatest thing? We'd be, we'd be a nation, a, a nation, a, a right nation again, just in that one sweep. That sounds amazing. That would be so good. That's what we're talking about. All right. Uh, oh, wait, somebody's ready to answer trivia because I got to remember. I got so much going on in my brain. Some of it's leaking out. Uh, okay, let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. What's happening? Hey, what's up? Hey, thanks for How that text, man. That's great text. Thank you, bro. All 
right, now. Hey, Talked to you two days in a row. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like it's a record. No. <laughs> All right, here you go. Classic trivia question. Classic trivia question. Not difficult, especially if you're kind of like follow along. Which female judge described herself as a mother in Israel? Deborah. That is correct, Amanda! Right, you are. And I just got to ask you, did you know that right away? Did you just like, oh, yeah, that's Deborah. It's got to yeah, be she, she's the only, she's the only, uh, only female judge and judges. Yeah. <laughs> and, but she got it straight. You know what? You love her, right? Because if you follow yeah. if you follow Israel at all, Golda Meir was a great prime minister. And there wasn't a lot of great prime ministers, but she was one of them. And Deborah, she was a great judge. And it's like every once in a while, man, the, the perfect woman gets in the right spot and does the excellent job. It's like, cool. Totally yeah, cool. But the good part about it was two women that actually took care of the took care of that incident. Yeah, the other lady that uh, put the pin in a. That's right. Head. That's an excellent point. I know how how creepy of a movie that would make. I'm just saying. And he's like, yeah, can, you, can, you, can you give me some <laughs> water? Creepy. Okay, here's some milk. <laughs> By the way, turn your head. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Like, and then wow. and I'm gonna throw one more thing in there. Then it was another female, his mother. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, cause she's sitting there waiting. And they're like going, "Oh, he'll be back." Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, excellent so job. You got three women that were quite prominent at that, that time. That's right. That's right. Excellent job, my brother. Very good work. I appreciate Thank you. you. All right, Lord bless you, bro. You too. I love you, man. Love you too, brother. Bye. Bye. All right. Great job by Ronnie. All right. Here we go. Let's do our DNA. We have our DNA. We've got to keep rolling. Don't wait. Here we go. DNA. D. Draw closer to the Lord. Daily. What does that mean, daily? I think you all know what that means. N. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever be ashamed. You might have a difference of opinion with other Christians, but that you you worked it out with other Christians. To the world, you're foolish because the gospel's foolishness to those that are perishing. A, always be ready to serve. To serve. OPM, other people matter. So we need to be aware that it's not to disregard yourself, but if you get more caught in the process of serving others, you will find out that, one, your problems aren't nearly as bad as you think because you're not spending all your energy focusing on them, and two, other people need the help, and three, other people will help you. Because what a person sows, that shall they also reap. Ooh, that's good DNA right there. All right, let's get into the rest of this text. I just want to finish up because it's you know, it's important to understand what's going on here. Uh, this is after Jesus tells everybody, get out. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just being honest. I told this to, to Ed Deb one day. I said, when the kids are done and I've had enough and, you know, you get into that little lull period before you leave, I just say, get out. I do. I can because, see you really like that Oh, no, that I do, because uh, we're not lulling around. Get out of here. We're done. We have to feed the dogs. We have to go to bed. Get out. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> okay, verse 25 of uh, Matthew 9. So when the crowd was finally outside, I mean, that's putting them out, isn't it? Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand, and she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. They didn't have social media. They didn't have uh, 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 radio. They didn't even have the Pony Express. When the miraculous power of God takes place, guess what? 
it gets known whether there's a social media involved or not. Doesn't matter. And the attention is like, whoa, everybody's hearing about this thing. What happened? This girl, she was dead. Now she's alive. You think of uh, Psalm 75, verse 6, from no one on earth, from east or west, or even from the wilderness, can raise up another person. It is God alone who judges, who decides who will rise and who will fall. It's up to God. God goes, and yeah, up. <laughs> Get up. There you go. You're done. And it's amazing the power that is illustrated. And it's it's what I what I love about stuff like this is that we just treat it as though like it could never well, that was then. That was not just then. That's the power of God. The power of God's still alive today. And I do want to point out something about them laughing at Jesus, because it is important to understand this. Uh, in the prior verse, it says they laughed at him. They've been laughing at Jesus ever since he's been doing ministry. There's nothing new. The politicians, the false prophets, demonic teachers, and the realms of influence all make fun of Jesus and his silly little book. God created the universe. He can write a book. And when they die, they're going to have to answer. It's like, and don't, don't, don't lie to me. Don't be dishonest with me. When you get, the rapture happens, you know, whatever, whatever happens, however it goes down, if it tr takes place in the next three seconds as we're going up, if we just see in one another how great that is. I mean, but if you see somebody who just called you, you know, terrible because you were a believer in Christ, you know you want to go, ha <laughs> just don't, come on. Just a little honesty, okay? Oh, that'll be terrible for them. Maybe, maybe they'll get saved after that. But you just want to go, told ya! Because <laughs> it's a part of us. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is Jesus raised her from the dead. She was dead in human terms, but not in divine terms. She was gone from our perspective not from Jesus's perspective, which, by the way, is a whole nother great teaching about us thinking that people are too far gone. And then there's Jesus, and he comes in and brings life where you never thought there could be life. I was just thinking about that. It's just like, is that cool or what? I mean, the kingdom stuff is so cool. If you just kind of get into it and stop trying to make everybody follow what you're doing since God's changed you 20 times in the last five years, just, you know, go with the flow, man. Go with the flow. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You know, it's not just the audience that needs stuff. Sometimes the host needs a little bit of a, you know, a little Tell bit. Tell me the show's all about you. Well, this segment is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not about the show, but I would say this segment, and it actually has a title for the DDD. It's called Joke Time. Is Christian humor allowed in teaching? We've actually had complaints. You know, oh, you can't teach the gospel and use humor. That's why Jesus called uh, James and John the sons of thunder because it wasn't a humorous quip. You're right. Uh, pretty bad exegetical process, but let's look at it. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Proverbs 17, 22, a joyful heart is good medicine. A joyful heart is good medicine. You've heard that before. That's not new. You know that's the case. But what happens is people take these unique interpretations in Scripture, and they think that it applies to all processes. So somebody actually said to a member at our station, 
you can't use levity in the gospel proclamation because Paul says you can't do it in 2 Corinthians. And it's like, eh, wrong answer. This is why we do the thing called read. That's always fun. And uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7 says this, in case you were trying to figure out where did that word levity come from. It's only in one translation. It's actually never used in any other capacity. But here is what he was talking about. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or when I made my plans, did I make so in a worldly manner in the same breath as to say yes, yes, and no, no? The only time that the potential word levity is used is when Paul is talking about meeting with the Corinthians. And the one interpretation you could use is, was I using lightness? It's not really the word for levity, just in case you're wondering. But was I used, did I use lightness when I made my plans with you? In other words, was I kidding around when I made plans to come see you? No. That's what Paul said. Not, you can never use humor. So whoever kind of swapped those two together really needs really needs to like relax. I think that would be the key. And then for those that are just curious, you know, when the gospel talks about, this is kind of one of those classic things, when the gospel talks about making declaration and the foolishness of preaching, the word is moria, moria, from which we get the word silliness. So Paul's like, yeah, preaching the gospel for the Greek people and for the Jewish people in large, it's kind of like a silliness thing. Yeah, that's what he said. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.